But I want kids to recognize that they are amazing. They are beautiful. They are courageous. They are determined. And I want them to recognize that every other child in the world is also. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. On this episode, author Cliff Taylor shares his vast and varied life experiences that have taken him all over the world, including China, Iraq, and Africa. Cliff, who considers himself as much a messenger as an author, is grateful for the opportunity to share through his literary works. You climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Why did you do that? Are you are you a thrill seeker? Are you a climber? What was your motivation? So I had heard a long, long time ago that whenever you get to the top of a mountain, shout your name and then uh, God will be able to hear it. And I was going, I, okay, that's cool. I, I do think that's pretty neat to get to the top of a mountain. And so I had uh, made up, since I was working in Angola, Africa, uh, to begin with, and, and it's only a five-hour plane ride from the west side of Africa to Tanzania on the east side of Africa, I thought, yeah, I'd like to climb it. I really did. But the, the, there was a personal reason for it. I had uh, I wanted to get rid of some bad stuff, if you would, and take with me some good stuff. And so as a child, I was uh, raped, and I wanted to, uh, if I'm going to get top of the mountain say my name, I'm going to go, hey, you can have this. I don't want it anymore. And so there were some other personal things that I, I tended to think of, well, I'm going to use it as a, a means to show uh, my level of interest that I, I, I do want to do this because I had some pretty bad knees, still do. And so it was a challenge uh, to do it, uh, but I was very smart in selecting the company that uh, I wanted to uh, show me how to get to the top. They had like a 97% success rate, so I didn't want to do this and not make it. That that wasn't going to work, and I did select somebody that could uh, could take us up there, and, and they did. And I got there. I was able to have my little moment and then uh, come down and took me two or three more hours to get down than it did everybody else because uh, if you would, the osteoarthritis in my knees, it uh, really more reactive when you go down and you're pounding as opposed to going up. How much of it when you were climbing it, when you are with a group or with guides, are they able to stop? Are there different different levels you go in when you do something like that? Do they bring oxygen masks? Do you have uh, little like bag chairs to sit in to take a break, or are you just sitting on the side of the mountain and on the ground? The path that we took, you can take more direct routes. Uh, we took one that took us a little bit longer because physically, uh, if anyone is in decent physical shape, they should be able to get there. The distinguishing thing that happens is, is that not everybody doesn't react to the atmosphere, the lack of oxygen the same way. So uh, we take... Uh, some sort of medicine I forget what it was and that helps that helped all of us we did have a couple of folks who weren't in as good as physical condition and and we had to uh, instead of going up and being at the top uh, at sunset we got there about noon or something like that but uh, that's why so when we're when we're walking during the day now we just sit on the ground when you need to go do uh, nature's business you go find a place to do that as well but uh, at night we had tents that we slept in is what it amounts to and then they had brought food yeah that that was one of the better better parts about that one food is very important to me so that was going to be the next question i had for you are you having a pbj on the side of the mountain or what were they feeding you so we generally were climbing uh, between six and eight hours a day and it took six days to get up and two days to get down so we were eating, if you would, snacks, and everybody brought some. 
And then when it was breakfast, noon, or supper, we had things like regular meat, but it was a lot more vegetables. Uh, I remember uh, it wasn't quite enough meat for me. I'm a, a bit more of a carnivore, but it worked. It was fantastic to get up there. And Kilimanjaro literally in Swahili means uh, mountain of smoke. And that's because it's surrounded by clouds almost every day. And so the day that we climbed down that afternoon, uh, the mountain was completely clear. And it, I took a really neat picture to remember it by. I want to talk about your books if we could. You have books for all different ages. And I think that's what you've gone for, that you definitely have a passion to help children, and they're all important. So the three kids' books is ones for each one of my different grandkids. Snowflake is Emma, Oak Tree is Miles, and You Are is Noah. So Oak Tree to me is almost, and in a lot of ways, Snowflake is a personal story about a snowflake. Uh, Oak Tree is a personal story about an acorn that grows up. And actually, I wanted... Uh, oak tree to be uh, for children to understand that they came from an oak acorn and they're going to grow up and look at what it is uh, that comes from a, a tree air paper campfire all the different things and I wanted them to understand that it can be tough it can be uh, but uh, over time persistence and strength and and all like this you can make yourselves into a giant oak tree and and I that I was hoping that, that when that when it's read that the kids see that in fact my Miles and I refer to him as my acorn, just like Emma is my snowflake and, and Noah is my amazing. Oak tree is that uh, story about how you start out little and when you get there you're going to be big and strong. How about the book You Are? I, I know even just the cover itself is very important. Some of the words that are written on the cover, these are words we should be telling uh, you know, our children and the, the kids that were around, that you're smart, you're kind, you know, you're loved. Talk a little bit about You Are. The book is an alphabet book. It is uh, a depiction of as many countries in the world as I could figure out. Uh, it's for kids of uh, every physical ability and disability, whether or not they're um, in a wheelchair, whether they are deaf and use sign language, uh, whether they are albino, uh, just everything like that. So kids from all over the world. And the book is meant for children to have a depiction, like we're talking about, of words from A to Z, amazing, beautiful, courageous, determined, excellent, focused, uh, gorgeous. I, just, just, I, I can literally go through all of them. But I want kids to recognize that they are amazing, they are beautiful, they are courageous, they are determined. And I want them to recognize that every other child in the world is also. If the kids can understand that, that they are in that family of children, and they're in the family of amazing, beautiful, courageous, and all the rest of it, oh my gosh, I think that would just be, uh, just be awesome. It, it would be the intent of the book. So... You're right. The cover, I think, is really neat the way that it came, uh, that it's designed. And literally all the A through Z words are there. And that's Noah on the front cover. And it's uh, the UR alphabet book. So, yeah, I really like that. You've written Match for Young Adults. And this book is intended to show uh, how meaningful these one moment's purpose can be. What does that mean? So 
Cliff Taylor is the match, is what it amounts to. It is exactly that. I wasn't trying to write something to a particular age or whatever it is, but I was trying to write something that shows the importance of the moment. Um, and so with match, it's, it's a match who knows what it's going to be. It's stuck in a box, and uh, it can't do what it needs to do, and it's one of the more impatient, and that's one of my traits as well, um, to where that I got to get out. I got to burn. Um, this is this is who I am to burn. Uh, that's what match came to be. And it's it's really cool moment is uh, getting out of the box and then uh, lighting itself and then someone picking it up and then the match sees itself in in those two people's eyes. And that's John and Claudia, my son and, and daughter in law. So, you know, I just keep drawing on personal experiences and that kind of thing. And but it is significance is the fact that a single moment can be that bright, inspirational. It can be that significant. Don't uh, lose track of it because uh, maybe it doesn't come back again because that match is going to burn just one time. That's deep, but it's true. A lot of times I will complain or I will, uh, you know, not woe is me or be down, not like I'm depressed, but you just complain about things. But then afterwards, I'll bring myself around and say, you know what, life is good. I need to just be quiet. You know, this is this is pretty good. We got it pretty good. There are things that, you know, you might not have the house or the car or whatever. And you can certainly strive for those. And maybe someday you do get them. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of things to be grateful for. There are really, truly. The the gratefulness is uh, is there. And, and I'm pretty sure that I know people that withhold that on purpose. And it's like... You know, they use silence as a means to be able to do that. And then the other thing is everybody waits till somebody's dead to say thank you. And it's like, whoa, why don't uh, let's do this a little bit more often and in the moment. So, yeah. And uh, and you're right. We do individually. We need to tell ourselves thank you um, for uh, the struggle that we're doing, because I'm pretty sure that all of us everybody is doing the best we can with what we know if we stretch to know more uh, that's even that's uh that's another plane but we got to give ourselves the credit for doing the best we can with what we know cliff we appreciate your time it's it's been fun catching up and, and learning a little bit about you and all of the work that you've done the books you've written how can people learn a little bit more about where to go or how, how can we get a hold of you uh social media or, or even online um, Rob, thank you. And Steve, thank you too. Appreciate what you guys do, how you do it. Like I say, y'all are good and it's very much appreciated. I do have a Facebook account and it's Cliff Taylor as well. Uh, there's also a page for uh, Connect uh, that I use uh, to be able to just kind of keep folks up to up to speed with what it is that's going on in, in with my books. So that's where I am. 